Hi guys, I'm Lux. And I'm Sam. And we host Killing It, the Crimecast. Every week, each of us tells the other about a crazy and interesting true crime case we've come across. Some highlights include... A countess who bathed in blood. A machete-wielding homophobe. Munchausen by proxy leading to matricide. Murderous messages written in lipstick. And a religious pastor being bludgeoned to death with an electric guitar. We both love true crime, we love talking about it, and we hope you guys will enjoy listening to it. So check out Killing It, the Crimecast on whatever podcast app you damn well please. Bye bye The body of 34-year-old Nicole Brown Simpson, ex-wife of O.J. Simpson, was found. really believe Kurt Cobain is dead. Millions of people mourned the tragic death of John Lennon today. Struggles to come to terms with the death of Princess Diana. Waiting for... God damn it. Stephanie. One day I'm going to get this together. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hope you leave this in. Uh, okay. Oh, well, thank God we didn't get, like, three years into it. Like last week when we got eight minutes of recording. That was great. Yeah. Um, no, it's all good. The thing is blue. I see it moving. This is not muted. It's not blinking. Okay. We're good. Um, I would just like to tell everybody I'm watching Erin get her hair done. Yes. She's living the life of luxury. It's kind of great. Like... I'm just chilling, staring out into my English garden because it's raining. It's yep, raining. Yeah. We're back in the UK again on um, our adventure. Yep. Had Chick fil A for breakfast. Yeah. Living the life. It's been a good day. It has been a good day. I would agree. And then Stephanie got here. No. Oh, rude. <laughs> um, but we do have a special <laughs> guest today. She is also in the beauty industry um, and she, she works with us. So Thank she you. got looped into doing this. Yeah, basically, um, looped. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> All right. Basically, um, Brittany is my life. Hi, Brittany. Hi. Um, she makes me not look like an ogre half of the time. <laughs> Because the other half of the time I do it all to myself, but she fixes it, so that's it's fine. Not Except not for <clears throat> there was that one time that I went to another stylist, and now I have blue in my hair, and I want to die. So, well, you know, lesson learned. Lesson learned. You have blue in your hair? Uh huh. Not anymore because she just covered it up. But this whole section was yeah. like fading blue and green because very confused. there was a uh, <laughs> there was somebody who um, I just kind of went for like a quick because I needed my roots done sure. badly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she happens. was like, I think maybe let's put blue in your hair this time. And I'm like, mm, no, nah, I'm good. And guess what the fuck she did? Blue in your hair? Oh, yes. Well, yeah. look, I get it. I'm someone who is extremely picky about my hair, so much so that I've cried at times when I've left appointments because it's not ex- not in recent times. Right. This was many, many years ago. But, like, yeah, I've shed a few tears over hair, um, frustration of it not growing, you know, right. not the right color, too green, too th- I've turned my own hair gray, so I had no one to blame but myself. <laughs> and that was before it was cool to have gray hair, just for the right. record. Um, now you... Yeah, so I get it. <clears throat> I When I was seven, I had lice a whole bunch, because there was this one kid at school who would not his parents just didn't care, and so he brought lice to school constantly. So I had lice, and I had very long hair when I um, and one day my mom got tired of picking through it, and so she called her friend who was a cosmetologist, and she came over and gave me a fucking Dorothy Hamill bowl cut. <gasps> no. It was okay. awful. <laughs> I've had one of those. Mom, why did you even think it was it's, cute? No. There, It lives in infamy. I have a preschool picture with me uh-huh. in it. Like, I look like but it's the worst of a mullet. It's Beatles. Like, almost as bad. 
My parents gave me a mullet because I'm an oh, 80s girl. Like a real mullet? And from a the south. real mullet. Like, so not even, it's not hair. like you were in the hardcore like emo scene and you gave yourself a mullet no, like, later in life. I was like five with a mullet. Oh, and no. it was so curly and my mom would pick out the top. So it was like super fluffy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was bad. Yeah. That mom. happens a lot in the I south. I knew it does. I knew a girl in elementary school who had the picked out curly. That was oh probably God. poodle hair. <laughs> oh, it's not cute. It, no, it, it wasn't was you. She has a different first name. I will show you pictures. <laughs> I won't. Say. Okay, it's not nice. Um, so <clears throat> Brittany is going to be our main person today, but we're all sort of contributing, right? But. I think the idea is we're just going to kind of talk about the general premise of this, right? Yeah, so this is something that I have always been interested in. Um, it's kind of like one of my favorite topics. Oh, hi, welcome to Fame and Misfortune. Oh, yeah, by the way, hello, welcome. That's what we do. Um, it's fine. This is a podcast. I'm Erin, that's Stephanie. Yep. And then Brittany's our special guest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> She's very special. It's great. <laughs> um, so, yes, this is something that I've always really liked and wanted to kind of touch on. Um, It's also something that's kind of infiltrated my life in various ways, I guess. Um, Sure. You'll have to expand on that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, But this, the topic of today, and this is actually the beginning of a saga, we haven't decided if we're going to do it consecutively or spaced out yet, but we'll just have to stay tuned, so how about that? That's true. We have not exactly figured out the, how we want to format this situation, but... I think today's just kind of an overview right. um, of the whole concept, uh-huh. people, etc., right? Yep. So okay. this is, welcome to the inaugural episode of the Forever 27. Yay! Yay. Felt like there was going to be a lot more fanfare there. Woo-hoo. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Woo! Party! Party um, emoji. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so... Um, Welcome. For those of you who don't know, um, I am a 78-year-old man in a 25-year-old body. Older. You're like 95. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally thought Lord was pronounced Lordy for two years. <laughs> I just can't get over that. Lordy. Lordy. I, I think that's actually funnier, though. No, but don't you know, it's like, Madonna's Lordy. daughter is Lordis. No. Leon. Okay, first of all, I don't listen to Madonna. I have never cared about Madonna. Who cares about listening to Madonna? I don't, you don't have mean, to listen to Madonna. The only thing Madonna. I know about Madonna is that she had pointy boobs at one point and also wears the Kabbalah. Um, first of all, I love Madonna. My mom loves Madonna, so I'm an 88 baby, and my mom was only 19 when she gave birth to me, so it was prime pop, I can't 80s pop era, deal so with there's not a Madonna song tooth. almost that I don't know. Why? Huh? I can't deal head. with her gap tooth. Like, Why? she's so rich. It's a look. Fix it. No. I feel like it got bigger. Imperfections. Like, like mm, not cute. No, the dentist tried to tell me I needed braces, and I told him no. You know why? Because imper- imperfections make us individuals. Okay. So. That's great. Are you going to get that tattoo Lots of people. Face, no. I thought about it, but no, I've decided okay. not to. Um, <clears throat> but I just, I disagree. Some people like him. Okay. That's I like she, a little snackle it's, tooth. It's, it's, it's a signature of hers. It's and, a bad one. And no. Ugly. And who's the Rolling Stone guy? His daughter's got one, too. Mick Jagger? Yeah, I think it's Mick Jagger's Probably. daughter. I mean, whatever. They're still ugly. Whatever. That's like. rude. I'm not... <clears throat> I think they're cute on guys with gap teeth. That's weird. But girls, I think I it's just, cute. So every time I see a gap Is that hypocritical now, or sexist or something? A little bit, probably. Why? It's, I think it's like a double-edged sword. Like a... Like mm. you can't have one without the other. 
What's that word I'm thinking of? Are there a lot of guys that have, like, gap teeth, though, that aren't, like, redneck hillbillies living in, like... Wow, that's fair. I mean, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't I come don't across think a lot of those. That's interesting, <laughs> though, that it's mostly girls who might have that. Well, okay, so every time I see a gap tooth now, I think immediately of... You remember that Rimmel and campaign? And guys probably... Yeah, that was with... Get the, the London look? Yeah, remember that? that's with his daughter. But then... Oh, is it? Yeah. And then did you see, um... Yeah, and then they have, like, the horse one that they came out with, <laughs> like, with the meme. Yeah. And then the Did meme, you just tell the, earlier that you weren't going to share memes on your podcast no. with your husband? Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. But and now here different. we are talking about memes. Sorry, oh. Andrew. Okay, for the record, first of all, Andrew lives on memes. He eats, drinks, and breathes Do you guys have memes. the meme game? Do you want to look under my coffee table? Do we you have, have what do you meme? Three. Yes. I love what do you meme. I got it from my sister and her boyfriend so for good. Christmas. We played um, it. It's awesome. So he, first of all, was Tumblr famous back in the day when that was a thing still. Um, he actually started the Insanity Wolf meme. Like, you know, the one where it's like the, yes. it's like a wolf screaming. Yes. Yeah. He started that. That was him. He made that. Good job, Andrew. <laughs> Um, Thank you for your contribution to society. So, and meme society. <clears throat> I use but then there was that meme that was the get the London look, and it was a someone had a chisel in between her teeth, and it was like get the London look because the gap tooth thing. Yeah, the Rimmel campaign. I think that's, that's what I think of instantly. I think that's rude. Well, I don't like it's gross. So. Whatever. Anyway, that's not the point of this podcast How to talk about gap teeth. Get here. How did we get here? Yeah. How the hell did I end up here? <sighs> Yeah, do you want to record that? I do. Fuck off. <laughs> Listen, sometimes people in the privacy of their own homes like to record songs, okay? You know what? It's fine. Oh my god. I would do it too. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. I still have my microphone. Maybe I should bust it out. Do you it's remember when they did, do you, you probably don't remember, the Moana what? thing? They were searching for Moana. Did like you submit your voice actress? No, but I recorded about a million because you had to record like. Why something, didn't you submit it? And you had to record like an "I am Moana" like thing, like a whole. The girl is cute. Situation. That they oh, she's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. She's perfect. <clears throat> but yeah, I recorded like a hundred. Moana me? is so cute. I haven't. I, I'm not a movie person. Brady? You know this. My husband. Okay. Not watch them. But they're so good. I mean, I believe it. It started a giant thing, so it has to be. Yeah. I'll get around. To you can do. I believe in you. <clears throat> okay. okay. Anyway. So, um, let's take a really super quick break, and then we'll um, talk about Forever 27. My mistake. Hey, Christy. What do we talk about on our podcast? Well, Ashley, we talk about all kinds of weird stuff. Like aliens. And ghosts. And cults. And cryptids. And witches. And murders. Yeah. Even sometimes murders. Basically, we talk about all kinds of weird shit. Oh, I already said that. Oh. So yeah, if you like weird topics, feminist rants, and the occasional F-bomb, you should listen to us. We post new episodes every other Monday. Find us online at that'sweird.org. And subscribe to That's Weird on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, and we're back. That was a wonderful commercial Yeah, that we had. Yep. So, uh, did we say like 10 minutes ago we were talking about the 27 Club? Yes. All right, so who wants to take it away? Is it you? Is it Brittany who wants to talk about what it um, is? And for those who don't know. You want to take it, Brittany? You want to give it a... Uh, I'll try. Give it the old college try? So yeah. the 27 Club is comprised of probably about 100 different people, as I've learned. Yeah, it's really big. It's really big, and it's usually um, focused around musicians, mm-hmm. but there are other ones in there, actors, right. and things like that, that have just passed away at... 27. Yep, all of them. All of them. 27. 
And it just became a phenomenon, like an actual thing, because back in, what is it, the 60s? Between Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, uh, what is his name, Brian? Yep, Brian Robert, Robert, no, Brian Jones. One of those. It all happened within, like, three years of each other. Okay. So it became a thing. Yeah. Um, that they all just, and they were at, like, the peak in their careers. They yeah, were they were all amazing. I think another thing is that they had meet, reached, like, insane levels of fame, like, fame that had yes. not been reached oh, up really? to that point. Okay. Right. <clears throat> so it's kind of looked at as, like, a curse. Right, and I, when I was doing the research on the curse, did y'all, I mean, oh, yes. also? Okay, so you know about, he was a blues singer? Yeah. And... He wasn't that great, but he wanted to be famous, and then mm-hmm. one day he showed up, and he had these amazing guitar skills, Yep. and they said, like, the myth goes that he met the devil on a crossroads mm-hmm. somewhere down south, um, developed all these crazy skills, but sold his soul, and that he died at 27. Is this, like, the song, The Devil Went Down to Georgia? But sort like, of. Reality. Yeah. So it's, like, this is actually my favorite um, thing, thing, my favorite theory. It's okay. I fucking love it. And so I'll just dive right into that, because I did a whole bunch of research on this guy. All right. <clears throat> um, his name's Robert Johnson. He was born in 1911, I want to say. Okay. Um, and he died, obviously, at 27. He was from a very poor town in, like, Mississippi. Um, and basically, he really wanted to be a blues singer. Like, he would go to clubs and places and hear people playing and be like, shit, I want to do that. Right. So he got a guitar and tried really, really hard and did everything he could um, to try and, like, learn and be better. And right. And he just kind of sucked. He was really not good. Um, That's kind of a bummer. Right. So he's like, shit, what am I going to do? So this one night, he says that he hears a voice telling him to go down to... The Crossroads. All right. Um, in, I forgot the name of the town, but somewhere in Mississippi. Okay. Um, and so he goes down to the Crossroads, <clears throat> and when he gets there, he meets this, like, hulking black dude that says he's the <laughs> devil in disguise. All right. And he's, like, when I say hulking, he's, like, seven foot tall, like, 350, yeah, like, giant. real big. Because there were witnesses, right? Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sure. So, um... He goes down and meets the devil in disguise, is what he says. All right. The devil says, um, I can give you what you want, which is talent and fame, um, and all the money that you could ever use, um, but in exchange, I want your soul. Okay. Okay. Which, why wouldn't he? Right, obviously. I mean, sure, let's do it. Sure. So, he's like, okay, I'm in. And he hands over his guitar to this big hulking black dude. Big hulking black dude tunes it and gives it back to him. Okay. The next day, he has incredible talent and can instantly play a new song and, like, is just killing it. He's so good at what he does. Interesting. And so he basically becomes, like, an overnight success um, and is very, very famous and prominent in that area. He records lots of things in, like, Dallas, which was the big recording area at the time. Right. Um, And then he goes up to, I want to say, Tennessee to, like, Nashville and stuff and does a lot of recording there. Um, And it just becomes this whole thing. Okay. Then age 27, he's traveling on the road, and he stops at a roadhouse somewhere in Mississippi. Okay. And um, starts to hit on this woman. Who's married. Who's married. All right. He has no idea that she's married to the bar owners, or the bar owner, so she's the owner's wife. Okay. So owner sees this and is like, not today, bitch. (laughs) And gives him an open bottle of whiskey. Robert drinks from the open bottle, and within three days dies of a mix of... Um, pneumonia and strychnine. So mm. it's said that the owner poisoned him, laced the bottle with strychnine. Um, okay. Yeah, and killed him. 
at the ripe old age of 27. Um, but the thing that I think is really cool about it is that not only did he write a bunch of songs about, like, hellhounds and, like, the devil and, like, Satan and everything, which kind right. of ties into the legend. Right. Um, but he's portrayed in the media so often. Like, for instance, um, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? There's a musician in that. Yes. That's supposed to play tribute to Robert. Okay. <clears throat> um, in Supernatural. And, like, I want to say it's season eight. Um, they do this whole episode where people are selling their souls to the devil. Um, and basically the devil gives them ten years. And so at year ten they die. Which kind of falls into the 27 or whatever. Interesting. Yeah. So it's a whole thing. That's like the Satan. Um, and so the rest of it goes that... Um, these musicians were all overnight successes. Right. And so they all sold their souls and were kind of, they had to pay up at age 27. Interesting. But there's other theories. Okay. Mm -hmm. A lot of other theories. One of the interesting ones that I read, um, it takes like an astrological kind of view from it. Yeah. But um, it's actually due to Saturn, Mm -hmm. who Saturn in astrology kind of controls like your work-life balance and kind of governs that kind of area. So they're saying that when Saturn makes its rounds again from your birthday mm-hmm. to its next thing, it's 29 and a half years. Mm-hmm. And it starts, like astrologers believe, or uh, astrology people. Yeah. I don't know what they are. Astrologists? Astrologists. 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 Yeah. They start to believe that at 27 Same is when thing. it starts to take the effect on your life. Okay. And that it's Saturn's ruling. That just drives these people basically crazy. Okay. Um, as it passes over, because it's it starts at twenty seven and then ends by twenty. So I thought that one was really interesting to kind of yeah. throw an astrology so, standpoint to it. For those of you who don't know, which I want to say, pretty much no one knows. Um, my grandmother was a witch or practiced whatever. Um, so she played very big into the whole astrology scene and like. She read tarot cards, and it was a whole thing in her family. Um, so, like, star charts were very important to her and, like, um, astrological signs. So that makes a lot of sense to me. She would tell me all the time that, you know, the moon is either good luck or bad luck. Same thing with Friday the 13th. It alternates. Um, full moon is either good or it can be bad, depending on, right. depending on the cycle. Right. Um, the planet's alignment. Exactly. And so, and it's, yeah. it's very weird. I mean, whether it's real or not, it's very weird to see how it coincides. Sure. For instance, like, I'm a Leo, and I could not be more true Leo. Like, I am. Yeah, I'm a Virgo down to my bones. Mm. Welcome yeah. to Gemini season, bitches. Sorry. <laughs> I'm married to a Gemini, so I've, I've been here. Yeah. My so, mother's a Virgo, and Geminis and Virgos are not supposed to no, go No, we're not. Oof. And we, you know. I know. I feel bad for her. Sorry, <laughs> Mom. I'm surprised you guys make it, because, you know, and my boyfriend's a cancer, and we're also not supposed to, but again, when you get, you break down, like, horoscopes and astrology and all that, some of it applies and some doesn't, it's not an exact science, well, there's that, but it also has to do with what moon is rising when you're born, Um, and I know there's a whole podcast called What's Your Sign, I follow them on my Instagram um, I have been, I'm way behind in all my episodes, so I'm sorry I haven't listened yet, but I've, right. like, gone and, like, liked a bunch of podcasts and added them to my list, yes. and I'm like, crap, I'm so behind, but, um, I'm going to the gym after this, so I'm going to listen to podcasts at the gym, yes. but I'm sure they break it down a lot more, but they have some really funny memes, not to be back on the memes, about, like, the different signs, right. and 
the good and the bad and the ugly. And some of it's hard to take in when you read it and you're like, oh, I really hope I don't have that quality about myself. Right. But then you're like, mm, well, see, but that's I the know thing, that I do like, have that quality about right? myself as much as I don't want to have that quality. So the thing about Leos is they're always, they're, the descriptor for Leos is like pride. Right. Like we're prideful sure. or whatever. Which I would say is absolutely true. But at the same time, I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily like a proud person. Yes, I'm a strong leader. Yes. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a proud person. Like, I don't think I'm hot shit or anything. No, you tend to shy away from the attention. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I'm stubborn as shit. Right. And I will not lose face, like, no right. matter what the situation. That's so, true. you know. Well, and I, again, like, um, I think that, you know, everything is subject to individuals' personalities, and I don't think that all of it's accurate. I think it's interesting to read because I think there's some truth to it, and again, depending on your moon and your planet and your alignment Mm -hmm. of when you were born, they're actually in an old salon I worked, they had a huge book that broke everything down by day, Mm -hmm. so year and date. It wasn't just, like, if you are born... You know, my birthday is June 13th, so June 13th, 1988, this is, like, you. And it would be 88 and, like, maybe a couple of others because of where all the moon and the planets aligned. Right. And when they met up. So it was interesting to really <laughs> see that broken down differently. Um, and it could not have been more accurate. Like, I remember exactly. reading it and being like, oh, yeah, like, that's me. So there's yeah. different Geminis, there's different Cancers, Virgos, Leos you know, depending on where you fall in the cycles of everything, but, um, I love, I love, yeah, I love so, I mean, I totally, it. like, I could definitely see that happening, being, like, a phase in people's sure. lives mm-hmm. that kind of takes more of a toll than another. Right. Yeah. I get that. Um, so another theory is the white lighter. Okay. Yeah. I did... I did see an article when looking up, and I mean, like, of course, I've been familiar with the 27 Club just as... Like, as a whole. Yeah, as a whole of, you know, lots of musicians who have passed at the age of 27, Mm -hmm. a lot of standout musicians. Um, I have not done much research into the conspiracy theories until we were doing this episode, um, but that is one that came up the white lighter so explain a little bit more because i did not read the article on it i just saw so it was a thing the white lighter theory um some everyone's kind of torn on it this is the one that's kind of played into my life sure throughout time Mm -hmm. so um it said that jim morrison Jimi hendrix janice joplin and kurt cobain Mm -hmm. were all found with white lighters on their present in their possession at the time of their death Um, okay kind of sparking the theory that white lighters are bad luck Right. Um, so the theory goes that, so, well, some people say it was a big lighter. Other people say it was just a regular old-fashioned lighter. Yeah, so I meant, I saw things that mentioned that they were, like, big lighters specifically. Right. White big lighters. Right. But I don't think that that matters so much as the creepy part is that they might have all had white right. lighters. Well, the Who thing cares? about that theory is that the big lighters actually didn't start production until 1984. Oh, Jim Morrison, okay. Janis Joplin, and Hendrix all died in seventy and or sixty nine and seventy. Okay, so it's not possible that they were all big lighters. Sure, right. Um, that would be an error then. <clears throat> another thing is that um, Kurt Cobain had two lighters in his possession at the time of his death, which you can actually find pictures of online. Mm-hmm. But neither of them are white. Okay, so that's not a thing. So that's not a thing. Supposedly, okay. however, I still I'm I'm somewhat superstitious. Okay. As um, Michael says in the office, mm-hmm. I am 
I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stress. Okay. <laughs> See, I've heard line. that my whole life. Like, don't use the white lighters. Exactly. Don't use the white lighters. And I am famous for having white lighters. Really? It, like, Why? I pick them out. I like neutral oh, God, colors. No. I like I usually bright use, and light. If I picked up lighters, usually black. So anyone... Or pink. Because no one know. wants a white lighter, too, I learned. So exactly. No one always find lighter. it. Yeah. So, um, is that a thing? Are people afraid oh, of white lighters? I, I feel like I've owned white lighters. So, I learned about that when I was probably like 12, 13. Exactly. And if I, I ever saw one, if my mom myself. had one, or if any of my friends had one, yeah. I would literally throw it away. That's weird. Um, I've never cared that much about the lighter. On the alternate end of that, yellow lighters are supposed to be good luck. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know why. Not no, sure what the theory is behind that. Weird. Ew. Yellow is an ugly color. I, I can't agree. handle yellow. Well, sometimes. Not always. Most times. But so yes, I would I would throw away white lighters, and I actually had a friend who would buy, excuse me, buy exclusively white lighters because he just kind of was a thrill seeker and like welcomed anything kind of taboo. Yeah, I just don't sure see myself as so I never bought into it. Right, but I don't know. I like the clean look to um. I like that sure, it's just, and that's fine. But like, if it's just a plain white lighter, like if it's white and has decorations on it, you're fine. Nope. But if it's plain white, it's, like, bad times. And I've only had good times with my lighters. <laughs> so. Um, so, yes, I'm very anti-white lighter. Interesting. Whether it's true or not, I just don't like them. Um, it's just another thing. And it's kind of, it really has kind of, like, if I'm at a gas station trying to buy a lighter, I'm not going to get the white one. I refuse. Um, it's a whole thing. So, yep. <clears throat> um, then there's another theory. Also, I'm pretty sure you can hear. Sorry. If you hear me typing, I'm doing business stuff. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I kind of looked at conspiracy theories this morning about it, just to see, like, what I could find. There was sure. one that was, like, the Illuminati. Oh, that one. That's way back one. when, there was the Illuminati, and that it was just a way to, like, kind of people. But that's still, like, a thing. Have you ever looked into, like, Beyonce and Justin Bieber being, yes. like, shapeshifters? Oh, my God. So, I can't. So there's a line, people. <laughs> I, I fell into a giant YouTube pit last there's night about Illuminati conspiracy <laughs> oh, theories. Which is why my, I have such a big smile on my face right now, because I fucking love, love them. They're so good. I mean, like, I don't mind entertaining some, like, like a watching videos or reading sure. about stuff, but I'm just like, this is just too far, people. <laughs> I love it. Like, the lizard people theory is probably my favorite, honestly. What? It's so, it, that's the one, they're shapeshifters. They're, the, like, they like, they change the lizards. people in society, and pretty much every president ever is, is a lizard. a lizard. Human. Well, they're lizard beings, like, who's, or lizard human hybrids. Who starts this? Who's, I know. It's I'm me. like, that's You're what I'm wondering. Is like, who's <laughs> coming up with this? Man over here. It's me. Um, because, like, First of all, why? And why if not? you have any more info on where this has any base and why, it's so great. Email it. it to please. us because I would love. If you're a lizard to know. person conspiracy theorist or any conspiracy theorist, please be a guest on our podcast. <laughs> Thank God cults aren't really a thing anymore. Uh, cults totally are a thing. Yeah, but not like they were. Um, well, that's yeah. another part of the Twenty Seven Club is that it kind of became cult like. Yeah. Like, they say that like Amy Winehouse, uh, Kurt Cobain, they were like obsessed with the mm-hmm, Twenty Seven mm-hmm. Club thing, and they committed suicide mm-hmm. so they can so they be can be a part, part of it. it. Which is another thing that actually I had. Except that no one believes that Kurt Cobain actually committed suicide, so that's a wrong theory. Yeah. Well, well he tried a couple of what he was did. it before, yes. right before when they were in France. I think it was yep. France. And Courtney found him and stopped it. Or called the police. So he had tried well, before. Okay, well, we'll that's get Rachel be a on new that podcast. one. Sorry. 
She um, knows everything there is to know about Kurt Cobain. Is kind of the best. So we'll have her for that. But um, oh. <laughs> no, but that's fine. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I mean is, like, if the thing is, though, it can't be both ways. It can't be that he. He wanted to be it, so he right, right. committed but suicide. If you want so badly, Courtney to have actually murdered him. So exactly. I guess this is where the division in the fans right. align. Exactly, and I'm, I'm a hardcore believer that Courtney did it. Oh, definitely. Oh God, yes. But I'm, I'm willing to entertain that. that I mean, what if he asked? Right? Like, what if he was just so down out? Like, see, that's another thing. Is that like, and this is kind of dark. But at one point, I was like. Um, over it, and I'm like, you know what? If I'm not dead by 27, I'm doing it. I'm gonna kill myself. Oh this my is what I was in Drug City, and it was like a whole part of my life. Aaron, which... you haven't even reached 27 uh, I yet. Know. First of all, so and I swear to God, if you make me do this podcast by myself, <laughs> it's never going to get done. <laughs> so, Witness that. that's fair. You can't. Um, I won't know how to work <laughs> anything. Well, I'm not in that place anymore, thankfully, and I don't plan on that. Thank God for your therapist. Um, right? She's great. They don't know um, what her name is, but she's lovely. She's so good. Her name's Heather. I love her Hi, so Heather. much. Hi, Heather. You're wonderful. Um, I told her about this podcast. I don't know that she listens, but whatever, because she's cool. It's okay. Wasn't Georgia said that her they invited their therapist to their live show in yes. LA, and the therapist was like, I think we should keep this professional. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that is like, I'm like, okay. That's funny, but like, you know, I told you yesterday that, right. you know, my, you know, very important person in my work life right. even, like, asked me about it. And I was like, I've literally only posted about it, like, twice. Right. Yes. But the fact that she even remembered that right. so it was a thing was very nice um, and important to me that she knows that I have some... Not that this is right. more important or less important or anything, but, like... Right. That I had something going on outside of work. And she's like, oh, that's nice. And I how's think that going? And I'm like... Oh. And I haven't talked to you in, like, a month. Nice. Um, I think it's just, like, being a part of, A, something so exclusive. Mm-hmm. And, B, being a part of something that's, like, so full of talented, incredible people is, like... And it's deep and dark, which kind of exactly. matches all their... Exactly. Their you personalities. Know, their and it's kind of like a whole, like, why wouldn't you want to be... Like, if it was, like, the 27 Club was... You know, at that point, they stopped doing music and devoted their life to charity. I don't think someone would join it. Exactly. It's just part if of it is their personalities. Thing. Like, all of these people were kind of doomed from the start, you sure. know, to be fair. Yeah, they all had childhood Exactly. And, and, like, for instance, Kurt Cobain was once quoted, it's better to um, basically go out in a blaze of glory than to fade out. That was in a suicide note. Was it? Yes. Isn't that a song? It is a song. It's a lyric from another... Um, someone wrote a song about who sings that song. Who Fall Out Boy? No. Well, they do. There's no. <laughs> they Fall Out no. Boy wrote a song about the Twenty Seven Club. No, so I don't mean that. The original song that he's quoting. It's better to burn Eric's, out than to fade away. Eric's. Not Eric Clapton. Is no. it a Rolling Stone? I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna type. Sorry. Oh, Eric Clapton covered a Robert Johnson song. Twenty Seven. Um, remember. Burn out than fade away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it's Foo Fighters, I went, or a fucking Fall Out Boy, I get another point. Did he write? Johnny Rotten. No, no, no. no. Oh, um, Neil, Neil Young? Mm-hmm. I always confuse Neil Young hey, and Neil Hey, Diamond. my, my, Into the Black. Oh, yep. And it was quoted, and he, so, Neil Young. As in, like, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young? Uh, uh no. No. If you heard other music of his, I'm sure you, like, 
Anyway, okay. being mentioned in Kurt Cobain's suicide note fucked with me. That's what he has to say about it. Ooh. Um... So, we know the front man took his own life in 1994, and in the final letter, he left his fans, friends, and family, reprinted the phrase, it's better to burn out than to fade away from Young's track, hey, hey, my, my, into the black. Hmm. Um, because his first suicide note, I think that was the only thing he wrote, and was just... That line? Just, I think it was just that line. I'm, I'm which makes me wrong. think that it's been planned for a while, which, I mean, when you're depressed like I that. I mean, he had a lot of issues. He also had, like, Crohn's disease, I think it was, and he was on, yeah. like, And he struggled, fame. I think, a lot with the fame. Right. You know, even though it was great money. Right. He still hated being in the Yeah, he was guy. ready to call it quits. He yeah. was done and over it. You can't when you're that big. Well, not, and think about all the pressure of having other people, you know, your bandmates who are relying on you mm-hmm. to continue in order to make them sure. money and, like, live their life and sustain them. Right. And, like, that's a lot. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you've got a lot of people relying on you to want to continue to do music, and but how do you tell Courtney them no? was obsessed with his fame and her fame by oh, proxy. Oh, I'm sure right? of it, yeah. Which, it's weird because also one of her bandmates... I was just going to say, I think it's Kristen Pfaff. Pfaff. Yeah. It was all, she's also part of the 27 Club, I believe, right? Yep. She committed suicide. She wasn't suicidal. She it was like depressed. two weeks later. Yeah, a couple weeks later, but she was also at the point where she was ready to leave the band, and, mm-hmm. like, her U-Haul was packed outside and everything, hmm. and then she was dead, found inside. That's crazy. And Courtney's... Interesting. Well, he was... He came out with a new biography. This was in 2012, so if anybody wants to read it, it's Waging Heavy Peace is his Neil Young's autobiography. He admitted that reading the missive had left him scarred, writing when he died and left that note, it struck a deep chord inside of me, it fucked with me. So, he goes on to say, he also revealed that he tried to get in touch with Cobain before his death in an attempt to help him conquer his problems, adding, I coincidentally have been trying to reach him, I wanted to talk to him, tell him only to play when he felt like it. Right. You know, so of course he felt a lot of pressure to want to perform and need right. to perform to make money and the whole thing. Absolutely. And, and right. they were still, they were kind of, in a sense, just starting. Like yeah. They, I mean, they had only just really, like, within the last five local. years, I think. Yeah. And they lived in the most depressive city. Exactly. In existence. Oh, my right. God. Right. Not to mention like, the heroin epidemic there. Well, yeah. Um, so, anyhow, there's that little bit of interesting tidbit in there, but, um... That's where they don't specifically. Right. But I've, I feel like I've heard that. And I mean, and maybe I just know that song and I'm not. Could be. I'm not putting it together. But it's kind of a slow-ish song. Sure. Um, but yeah, how scarring would that be? And for the record, this article is from NME.com. So if you want to read about it, you Google it. But that's yeah. where it's at. Um, if you have interest in Neil Young. So I, I want to say those are the main conspiracy theories regarding... Right. Club 27. What do you have for us, Stephanie? So, I have to play devil's advocate here. I have something that debunks the 27 Club. Ooh, I read up on this, too. Did you? Okay. So, I found an article from, originally from The Conversation, which I printed out, um, that it's really a myth, and that the actual age, that's a real bummer, for musicians is the age of 56. Hmm. And this is written by Diana Theodora Kenny, and she's a professor of psychology and music, University of Sydney. So, um, 
So what do Otis Redding, Graham Parsons, Nick Drake, Jimmy McCulloch, James Ramey, a.k.a. Baby Huey, Brian Osper, and John Guthrie have in common? And Tammy White. What about Tim Buckley, Gregory Hebert, Xenon DeFleur, oh. Nick Bobo, Shannon Hoon, Beverly Kenny, and Baby Bloom? And Alan Wilson, Jesse Belvin, Rudy Lewis, Gary Thane, Kristen Pfaff, John Pigpen, McKiernan, Pete DeFreitas, Raymond Freaky, Todd Rogers... Helmut Colin and Linda Jones. They're all dead pop musicians. First group died at 26, the second group died at 27, and the last and the third group died at age 27. So, mind you, there's a lot more unknown people, sure. obviously, like that are in this club, mm-hmm. and then there's some before. This article has graphs, it has everything. Oh, like, it is a whole mathematical problem here to explain why it's not. Okay. At least the biggest thing, anyway. Um, oh, I forgot about the numerology theory. Yes. So, Did you guys hear about the numerology theory? No. So, it's another theory that, like, um, oh, and there's a religious one, too. Shit. Sorry. It's so, okay. real quick religion is that there are 27 books in the New Testament of mm-hmm. the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like, the number 27 is very prominent mm-hmm. throughout the Bible. Mm-hmm. I want to say 27 is the number of. Um, relatives between um, Jesus and like David or something. Interesting. Something crazy like that. I don't know. Think about that. It's just like a whole thing and it, it promotes itself all the time. So Interesting. That's the religion side. And then there's the whole um, numerology theory which is mm-hmm. that 27 um, reduces to 9. Okay. Which is like a prime oh, yeah. number which right. is there's the whole thing. Through, exactly. And My it's mom's just all like about numbers. Whole, I'm not a numbers person. I don't believe in numbers. They don't exist. It's not um, so this article is from 2014, so almost four years ago, it's November, but this talks about a population of dead musicians spanning seven decades, so this is 1950 to 2010, for which an accurate age of death could be identified, so the number of deaths is 11,054. Of all musicians? Yes. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. From 1950 to 2010, that's huge. So... 1.2%, that's 128, died at 26. 1.4, that's 153, died at 28. And 1.3, 144, died at 27. So again, not even anywhere near hitting, like, right. the amount. But age 56 had the highest frequency of deaths. That's 2.2%, equaling 239 deaths. The notables that died are Eddie Rabbit, Tammy Wynette, who's a local girl, by the way. If you want to see her house with George Jones, Google George Jones Home for Sale. Yeah, it's still for sale. It's beautiful. It's been preserved. I think only, like, one other person's lived in it. It's beautiful, so if you want to look at it, you can find it online. Um, Or stables and everything. Uh Uh-huh. You could do it, like, that's Saturn coming around again at 60, just about, if you... Well... There could be you a know. connection. I'm not saying there's not Cute like Illuminati a theme. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Just, let's just and we're all in the Bermuda Triangle by black holes yes. disappearing. Um, it's not to say that there's not maybe some sort of connection between right that period and the later. You know, like there may be something there. Sure, people out there, research it, find it. Conspiracy theorists, you'll love it. Um, Mimi Farina, Johnny Ramone, Chris Ledoux, love Chris Ledoux if you don't know who that is, wonderful. He was a rodeo star turned musician, country singer. Oh. It's great stuff. Marshall and I love him, and 
um, Vandy, Smokey, Hampton, and Charles, Baby Tate, and then you guys can't see this visual at home because this is a podcast, but it basically, there's a spike, um, H56 had the highest frequency of deaths for musicians, so it shows And it's like clearly taller. Yeah, very much so. Um, so why isn't there a 56 club or a 28 club? Is it because Brian Jones, who died from drowning, Jimi Hendrix, aspirated vomitus from barbiturate overdose, Janis Joplin, heroin overdose, Jim Morrison, drug-induced heart attack, Kurt Cobain, suicide by gunshot, gunshot, debatable, could be murder, not sure on that, and Amy Winehouse, alcohol poisoning, all died at age 27. So those names, as we know, Brian Jones being the first to kind of begin it, are probably the most notable exactly. in that club. And that's already a huge chunk out of the only... I think that's another thing, is that it's no one's saying that um, 27 is the most dangerous age for musicians. I think the whole premise behind it is that these people had reached, like, unheard of levels of fame. Like, they were crazy prominent. Well, and that's... And I, I agree that... Um, so, they, it, this article agrees that they were all tortured souls who reached pop stardom and died tragically at their zenith. So, perhaps we need to consider cha- a change of name for, for this group. So, it's talking about, specifically, these six people from the 27 Club to the Tragic Six or the Tragic Seven, if mm-hmm. we include Robert Johnson. So, it's saying that, you know, yeah, there was a hundred and other... 37 people before these six who died of their age but maybe we just focus on like these six versus it being a age thing maybe it's just like the like, tragic like that six. level of fame yeah with that level of fame because there's plenty of other musicians who I'm sure died at 27 that nobody cares about sure um, yeah, or totally. knows personally and they care but nobody right. and then it, if you expand it to you know actors and all that stuff it's right still kind of it's a lot um it is a lot and it goes into more it breaks it all down by math so if you're one of those person who people who really like realistic like and you're into numbers and you want to see the visuals and you want to see this is not the place for you no but this article is a good one if you like that um is that the article that talks about like the six of car accidents and how many of them died in car accidents and all that or is that a different um so it goes into like increased risk of death, of course, extends beyond age 27 to early adulthood and middle age. But it does say um, the 27 Club is not just about the numbers. Right. So I would like to give some comfort to those who might grieve the demise of the 27 Club. While the actual numbers of pop musician deaths don't show a spike in deaths at age 27 and hence do not support the 27 Club, there appear to be qualities shared by the 27ers that stand them apart from many other deceased young pop musicians, which may go some way to understanding how this club entered the pop culture psyche. So I think this is going more towards what we're talking about. Um, These qualities include exceptional talent, the contribution of groundbreaking innovations, in their musical genre, intense psychological pain, a squalid death at their peak, and immortalization. Each of the tragic six has become a cult figure. So, I agree with that. Um, Jimi Hendrix had been described in Rolling Stone as the greatest guitarist of all time, one of the biggest cultural figures of the 60s, a psychedelic voodoo child who spewed clouds of distortion and pot smoke. Um, Janis Joplin was the greatest white blues mama who ever lived, was crowned first lady and queen of rock and roll. She died only two weeks after Hendrix. 
Although the official cause of death was heroin overdose, Janice fell into a yawning chasm of tortured loneliness. Mm -hmm. Um, Then the life was gone, the legend was born. So, I mean, would these people have been as famous as they are now if they lived? Definitely. Are you kidding? I don't know. I don't think so. I I think so. Huh? You think so? So. No, I don't think so. I do. I don't. So I think the music I of think their era was because of that era. Yeah. And if you try to put Jimi Hendrix now, now I don't like, know what would he be playing now? It. Yeah. Like, oh, well, yeah. No, he, I don't know what they're... I mean, like, he, so, so they would have maintained the same level of fame for a while, but obviously it would have gone downhill. Yeah, Just like Kurt Cobain said, they're you know, famous, fizzling out. They're still as famous and interesting today because they're preserved in time. Right. Like, they didn't make it to the 80s where they could have ruined it with some really weird bad shit. Yeah, like yeah, Frankie Sayers relaxed right. stuff. You know, like they stopped at their highest point and right. like so there is no downhill. There is no downhill. Which I get. They get to be famous for what they were Forever. and everybody loves and respects what they did. Which is kind of cool. Which is kind of cool. Which I think is the, the illusion yeah. yes and the appeal of this Tortured Six, the Tragic Six, the 27 uh-huh. Club, these people of the 27 Club, nobody else really cares about everybody else. Right. Um, and then just a year later, the wild, handsome, charismatic Jim Morrison Love exited the pop music scene in similar fashion. So, you know, it's because of the proximity of these three deaths that the idea of the 27 Club was born, because everybody just couldn't believe, like, Jimmy, Janice, Jim. I mean, first of all, they're all Jays, so that's creepy. Yeah, I know. I but, thought that, too. Um, all within, like, two three, years. Yeah. Literally within two years. Two, you know, only weeks apart. And then, you mm-hmm. know, a year later, the next one. Um, you know, Brian Jones was in 1969. Robert Johnson, King of the Delta Blues, 1938. So he was yeah. even, like, the first, first, that's, first. Yeah. Um, and then Kurt Cobain, 94. I mean, Winehouse, 2011. And I think... There's been, you know, other ones. Sure. Sure, yeah. Um, Well, another thing that I heard, and something that's very true, is that all of them had their own battles with addiction. Yes. Everyone. Everyone Including Robert Johnson. Oh, yeah. With the alcoholism and everything. Um, And it said, you know, that Jim Morrison literally drank himself to death. Um, Well, yeah, he threw up and then choked on it. No, that was Jimi Hendrix. Oh, sorry, Jim Morrison, yeah. But, but... (laughs) Sorry. It's all getting running together, Jim and but Jimmy. Jim Morrison, like, wanted to, um, it, like, he literally would drink himself into a stupor, and then, like, all day, every day, would just drink whiskey. Like, most people would drink water, I mean, right? So, basically, it thinned his heart muscle so much, right. and kind of killed it, that he had a heart attack. Anywho. So, another thing is that, um, one of the medical doctors that I was actually reading an article by said that at age 27, your body can't keep up anymore. Like, it just starts slow. So if you've been doing... Well, yeah, we all know if anybody's made it, you haven't made it there yet. But if you've made it to 27, right? that's really when the changes start happening. You know, as a woman, you notice your skin's changing, your metabolism starts slowing, you know, mm-hmm. everything Stephanie goes is, there, and I'm like... Yeah, hangovers after 27 mm. sucks. It yeah. does. Like, you, you really, like... Your body just does not... You wake up one day and it's like, oh, this is not good. No, it takes 300 years to recover just from that hangover. Like, 
you know party on a Friday by Monday you're still like definitely notice it drunk. around yeah. 25 but I think 27 is right. like where like pinnacle starts being like oh my metabolism is different things right. have changed and this is official exactly now. which is a whole thing is that like your body just can't keep up anymore at that right. point right and so if you've been doing an eight ball of cocaine <laughs> every day every single day at age right like First of all, you rich AF. Well, people are probably giving it to them. Let's right, be exactly. honest. Like they're really yeah. not probably. Well, paying also for in the seventies, that was a thing. You go and if your star wants heroin, you go buy them heroin. Period. Well, that That's or you, you know, you invite enough people who I think we can hear that cup in the recording. <laughs> so. Sorry if you hear the tube. Yeah, let me take that away from you. Um, but like, if you've been doing an eight ball of cocaine every day, um, and you've been used to it, and you've been able to handle it, at some point you're not anymore. It just agree your body breaks down. Agreed. You know, so. Um, but I thought that was an interesting article, and if you're one of those people who loves facts and numbers, it's good. But I, 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 I like the idea. Just like talking about like astrology and stuff. Like I'm fine with the idea of a twenty seven club. I think it's kind of sad if people feel like they need to belong in it. You know what I mean? Like, I th- yeah, they think that's really sad because. Well, I came from like a really jacked up childhood, right? Sure. And so I always idolized Jimi Hendrix, like mm-hmm. just as a whole. Mm-hmm. And so I'm all the time like I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory, just like Jimi. Which is, you know... But did he go on a blaze of glory? The only glory he has is that he never screwed up his music career. Right. You know, to be honest, what happened to him, it's tragic and it's sad. Right. To think that he died alone. Mm-hmm. Like, what if he had given it five more Choking years? Like, on his own puke. Yeah. yeah. How much bigger could he have gotten? How could he have influenced every... Like, right. There's, there's so much more, but yeah, yeah. Did he go out on a blaze of glory? No. Not so much. Well, sad. I, I think, think it's glamorous. glamorous. It's it's but. lonely. The only thing was that he already. I don't had, think there really is a glamorous way to die, though. Like, there's not really a. Well, no, there's not. But I think he could have contributed more had he stayed around. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's and it true. could have been. It's could just have a done shame more for society and people. And music. As a whole. I mean, you know, he's but done a lot it? for music even without being here. But think of all the kids he could have actually taught, like instructed sure. to play guitar and like the new bands that could have yeah. come out and maybe we wouldn't have it's the true. crappy music that we have now you know he could have been a label and saved us all yeah it could have been Bieber a bigger era. influence all of them could have yeah. been so much bigger but the drugs back then they were more potent they were more that's true well, they were for the new for the new ones for like heroin and cocaine cocaine absolutely. yeah it was all very like, um, was organic like the... would you like to use the word organic cocaine <laughs> and no organic GMOs heroin no GMOs I want to say that's not a Thing. I think it is a thing. No chemicals, free range heroin. <laughs> free range heroin. Cage yeah, free. Like, Cage have free. Education. Like, I think, like, we have, you know, on the drugs like that. Farm like, to needle. Jesus. Farm, farm to, needle. to needle. Stop <laughs> it. That's in poor taste. Like that meme you sent me the other day. That was Ooh. disgusting. That was so funny. That was not. Funny. I love it. I'm posting it on our Twitter. No, please don't. I don't want to be associated I'm with that. I'm doing it. So it was no, the... No, that's bad. Queen. That's not nice to say. What? It's... This is a celebrity. I don't care about this her. I care podcast. about... I know the, you do. I'm just saying it because was Because I believe funny. it's probably true and it that makes me sad. probably is. Oh, was it the car crash? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Where it's like her at the wedding and she's like... Yeah, she's well, like, I've already used that one you're thinking of planning a car crash, but you already did? <laughs> I yes. can't. No, because so you know bad. why... Her kids can see stuff like I that. Know. So you should think about that. Not and those kids have to live people. without a mom. Well, Who cares about what everybody else 
you know, what she did and what he did to her, because I'm already bitter about that, but her kids have to live it, and that makes me sad. I I was at the Dollar Tree this morning, and there was a Royal Wedding magazine, and I almost bought it for you. Thank you. For only a dollar? Yeah. Oh, fuck, why didn't you buy it? I think I'm a dollar to spare for. I'm sitting by register. I mean, I just want one friend who wants to have a party with me for every Royal Wedding, but now there's no more to celebrate. They're both married, so... There's Um, chances for divorce. That's true. That's not true. She's American. And? Well... I mean, what, he was caught rate? in Vegas, like, naked, so, like, let's be Kate honest, he's not exactly... With her top off. Who cares? She's allowed to do that, too. They're just normal people. They were being. in a private villa, first of all, mm-hmm. and they sued them for those pictures. Did and, they? Yeah. Good. It was a big deal, because they breached security protocol, because they were on a privately owned property, and, you know, people My were... My foot is so asleep right now. And I want done. to die. Almost. No, you're anyway. cool. I was just sitting on it, so it's my fault. So are we ending the 20... Is that it? So that's that's all the conspiracy theories. Okay. Um, but then we're going to go... I think we're going to have seven more episodes going into each of them. Well, I think... Let's do six, right? Because well, we already covered... Mind? Well, can we already mind? covered Robert Johnson, so... Did we? Literally at the beginning. Right. Now. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Soul. Soul devil. Devil went down thing. to Georgia. Guitar. Yes, that's such a thing. 1938. That's an interesting year to believe in crap like that. Right. Well, 1938 is when he died. Well, yeah, but like to... But, it was only a couple of years later, right? So it was still... I think down in the South, that's always been a big thing, though. It has, yeah. That's true. So, oh, that was another thing, is that it kind of originated from, I want to say it was an old slave tale, that if you make a deal with the devil, you lose your soul but get freedom or whatever you want. Fair. And that's kind of where it stemmed from. Mm, the white man's a devil. I get it. Well. <laughs> you get the reference. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I guess let's take a pause. Okay. And then we'll do some hair stuff. Yay! From spies to myths. And legends to world leaders. The bitchery of history is exploring the women who made history only to be forgotten by it. We come out every week, Monday morning at 4 a.m. Pacific time. So get up early and get bitchin'. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podomatic. Download every Monday and remember, bitches bitches get get stuff stuff done. done. Back. Hello, everybody. Hi. It's a wonderful ad. Yeah. Um, So, I guess, are we going into our tip? We're about to be about... Yeah, so, most weeks we do a makeup or like a beauty tip or you know whatever yeah um but this week since we have a special guest yay and neither of us have anything prepared no you know what we're gonna make britney do it do we ever have anything actually prepared let's be real definitely not no okay so britney is um our resident stylist and and she's the best and i love her so much so could you please give us some hair tips maybe yeah so first hair tip Mm -hmm. always rinse in cold water Okay. This is where Stephanie has a breakdown. I mean, it's just so cold. (laughs) It's fine. I get the point. Like, I know. But, like, I utilize my my bath and shower time to, like, relax and not to be, like, stunned into, like, shock. (laughs) I don't mind it when I, I mean, I hate it. But I don't mind it when I'm getting my hair done. Right. Because I always get a cold rinse. There's no way to avoid it. In fact, nobody even asks anymore. They just rinse it all <laughs> cold. Brittany does. She's super careful about her temperature when she rinses you. I do. But I try to ask. But I just don't love it. I mean, my showers yeah, like that. It's awful. And sometimes, like, 
Have you thought about just because then I would like, turn the hot wrap water in a towel, on again? Right. Spray bottle. Throw some ice cubes in it. Spray your hair down. Wrap it on a towel. Be done. With Ooh, it. that's smart. Shock it closed. Shock, Shock that beautiful closed. closed. So I just can't wrap ice cubes all so over like it. So like your cube, uh, ice cube face trick, but yeah, with hair. with your hair. So all that right. one, yeah, it sucks. Okay, it's, so rinse it's the best for your hair. Rinse in cold water. Turn your straightening iron down. You should not be using it over three sixty. I wonder why they even make it. I mean, for professionals or or people who well, have if you're a girl. Soup? No, no, no. I use <laughs> not even. Close I use three fifty on you, and your hair does perfect. No, but you're right. It does earlier coarser hair, coarse hair. Why does it stay? What am I doing wrong? Your product. I don't use product. Exactly. I'm sorry. What? What product should I be using? You should be Wait. using a heat spray to oh begin with. Okay. Wait, you don't even I put don't a heat protector on no, your hair? I don't have one. What? What have you been letting her do? I don't. I listen, didn't know how this. How often do I style my hair? Even if you air dry again, even if you air dry, mm-hmm. hello listeners, you should put a heat protector on it because if you do anything with heat to your hair after you dry it, it, no matter what you dry it with air or blow dryer, it should always have a heat protector. Why? Yes. What's the point if you're air drying? Exactly. Okay, so when you air dry, dry, I've seen your hair air dry. Right. Or you always go back through it later happens. on. What do you right? Do, you, right. What, what's your steps when you do your hair? What do you do? I wash it and yep. then I go to sleep. Okay. So and then, then the next day and you do what? Put it in a bun. No. What about the days when you but straighten it? It looks like a mess. Oh, I don't straighten it. Okay, curl it. Wand it. Um, I just wake up and curl it. So, see? You just put it in there when it was wet. So thin. And, and there's stays. multitaskers, too. It's not like you just have to have a heat protector. You can get something that'll help frizz, calm your cuticle, do all that kind. But it's also a 10. Have, it's a like, great, inexpensive product that does 10 things in one I feel yeah, like I, I don't have... Do I have frizz? I don't think I have frizz. I think my hair just gets She complains fluffy. about it being poop fluffy. What do you think the fluffy big. is? When it gets big, that's yeah. frizzy. That's your cuticle raising Expanding. up. Expanding. Getting, getting crazy. Getting all crazy. It's, it's a party up here. Exactly. It's partying. It's, it's raising the roof bacon. of your house. Yes. So you should be using something all the time when there's heat. No matter but what. But you... Unless you have coarse, super curly... If you come in and you tell me, oh, yeah, I crank it up to 450, why are my ends crunchy? I'm like, uh, well, that's why. Okay. Do not use it over 350 if you don't have to. It's a lot of wear and tear on your hair. Third one, use professional products, please. I do that. Especially if you... Because you made me. Yes. Oh, my God. If you get your hair done, if you color it, if you... Quality over it. quantity, people. It's quality over yeah, quantity. Definitely. I totally agree with that. So I bought these like Morphe palettes. These caviar <laughs> um <laughs> It's quality <laughs> over quantity. Exactly. Yes. Um I bought these these um Alterna caviar products for moisture. Mm-hmm. And they're so, so great. For instance, the um I have so much hair. So great like, that she's giving too them much to hair. Me. Um, just letting you borrow them. You're going to borrow them. I want them back. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Can I drag my statements out any longer? 
maybe. Maybe I can do it. Anywho, okay. So I bought these. They're great. I love them. The um, oil cream, the conditioning one. It's like a hair mask. It takes maybe a quarter size amount. When with any other mask, I would have to use at least like three times that to coat my hair because I have so much. Yep. So when you spend more money, like you're getting a it's better quality of product. Concentrated. Is, it yes. is. It I just agree. has more benefits. You don't have to use as much, and a right. lot of people there's price points for everything. You can go on the lower end. Um, I love Paul Mitchell. I throw it out there all the time. Mm-hmm. They're on the lower end of pro products. Sure. There's a lot of sales, like at our store, where mm-hmm. it's buy two, get a free product. Sure. You can get three products for $24. Exactly. That's $8 a product. That is not totally, bad. Yeah, totally worth it. It's what you're spending on your Aussie at Walmart. Exactly. But also, don't buy professional products unless you go somewhere that has a hair salon because yes. one that's illegal, they're not supposed to have professional items not sold in salon yes. or don't places buy it at with salons. TJ Maxx, don't buy it at no. Walmart, Wait, Target, anything. Because you don't know what you're it's getting. Diversion. Because what happens is people go into hair salons. Like, I worked in a salon that had a brand that's in like only the top, like, one percent of salons in America, and people come in and they want to buy. We had to cap off how many yes. products people could buy because they would come in and they resell it. More it you goes, find and it. then they, but they dilute it in the meantime. Yes. So it's not like they're reselling actual product. They're dumping half of it out and putting water or God knows what. It can be old in it. It could expired. be expired. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an article that was <clears> going around on Facebook showing a can of Chi hairspray. That somebody got at TJ Maxx, they peeled it off, and it was some brand from another country. Nothing in it was even on English, but it had just been mm-hmm. rebranded as Chi. And people go to TJ Maxx and they see, oh, this Chi hairspray that I normally spend twenty dollars at my salon is here for seven. Mm-hmm. It's got to be the same thing. I used Let me to get buy it. all of my hair products at like Marshalls and TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. It's all just it's the chances of it being diluted or expired. Or not, not even the product. Even it. <clears throat> it's, it's too great to risk So it. here's the thing. Twice a year, there are certain stores that have a sale on shampoo liters. Yes. Um, this last year, I bought my shampoo liters at this store that had the sale. Um, and I have I still have the same ones. I yeah. bought them in what, November? It, um, was, it was after Christmas. Okay, so I bought so them in January. six months. Um, and I still have them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have so much freaking hair. It is unbelievable how much hair I have. Yeah. Um, so it'll it'll last you, and it's I worth it. Like, my of- color doesn't wash out anymore. I have purple hair, for those of you who don't know. Um, and my color lasts, because I take care of it. I use cold water, and I only wash twice a week, if I can. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's... Yeah, that's my hair, too. Okay. Pro products. Spend the money... Your hair will love you. You'll love your hair. Yeah. It mm-hmm. does. It really does make a difference. I didn't realize how much of a difference it made until I started doing it. Yes. There's a reason when you leave your salon, your hair looks amazing. Right. It, and then can, you can't do it when you get home. Right. Yeah. How the fuck do people blow dry their own hair? It's hard. Ugh, I hate it. I don't do it. Do you see this? You I tried. You saw. I sent you a no. picture. And I gave I up halfway through. <laughs> My blow dry looks so bad. <laughs> I'll show Wait, it to you. Wait, that was a blow dry? so bad. Oh, yeah. That was a full-on, like, sectioning blow dry. It mm, was yeah, you need help. so bad. You can't round brush your hair? No. I also have, like, a Revlon from Walmart hair dryer, so. 
It just takes me a while. I, I am afraid of it. brown rushes. I just trying to coordinate the... Can't do it. Nope. It's all bad times. Mm-hmm. So... Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Awesome. Well, thank you, Brittany. I appreciate yeah, you for thanks, being here. Brit. Thanks for doing my hair. Do you like Brit? Brittany? Brittany's probably better. You probably don't like Brit. You're too old for no, that No, I... Well, I probably am too old for that. What? Yeah, a lot of people That's call me that. That's not a thing. Yes, it is. What? Do you think I want to be 50 and still called Steph? Obviously. I don't think so. Can you be a professional? Yeah, really, adult? it's just my grandma that calls me Brit at this point. Mm. I'm gonna start calling you just Britannia. Asking. Britannia. Mm. Well, thanks, Britannia. I appreciate you. Oh, you're okay. welcome. Anytime. See you okay. next Thursday. See you next Thursday.